Hi people, welcome back to another episode of Dr. Sam's Musings. As always, it's Wednesday, it has the week going so far. I hope you're having an amazing week. November is almost done, which means December is literally knocking on the door and then we'll be done with the year. And I pray that the rest of the year brings you blessings from sources expected and unexpected and that you have many, many reasons to smile before the end is over. So today I want to talk about something that personally irks me and that I do not have a lot of respect for people who behave like this and hopefully that they would listen and will begin to get a little bit more conscious of this and it's people that um you know those people that are very tactless but will say things like you know me i tell you like it is i don't i don't mean swords i'm going to i'm going to tell you straight up those people are the people that i want to address with this podcast and if you know me i'm the kind of person that i'm extremely big on honesty i believe that you know regardless of um what the world says or what holds or what somebody wants to hear we we owe it to the ones that we love and people that we care about to be as honest with them as possible especially when they're making you know decisions or doing things that we know um is based on like cloudy judgment but even though honesty is um necessary and honesty is kind of compulsory upon us if we truly care about people i think that it's very imperative. It's very, very necessary to be kind, even when we're being honest. And there's a quote that I love so much. And even though it's a quote that gets a lot of flack, I just absolutely love it because the meaning, the intended meaning behind it is one that makes a lot of sense to me. And the quote goes, we catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. It means that if you're trying to achieve something, you know, there's a greater chance of you of achieving it if you do it in a nicer and kinder manner than if you do it in a brusque and mean and, you know, tough manner. And this is not to, you know, downplay the place of tough love. There are instances where tough love must be employed, but I think that even tough love can be done with mercy and kindness. So how do we make sure that, you know, our words are not doing more harm than the intended good? I think the first thing to consider is timing. You know, the first thing we have to consider is timing. If a friend calls you and she's hurting because maybe some guy that you wonder about has broken her heart or because something that you absolutely wonder about has gone wrong, that's not the time to say, I told you so. That's not the time to scold her. That's the time to hold her in your embrace and hug her and console her and be there for her, for her heart, for her mental state. That's the time to, you know, choke back your anger and your resentment for whatever reason and be there for your friend and then when the time passes you can now be like you know what honestly you might not want to hear this but it has to be said you're hurting you're this but you know we've tried we've tried to tell you about this guy he's bad news maybe it's time that you begin to take you know some necessary steps to cut yourself over you know things like that you don't go in when somebody is bleeding and then stick a dagger in the same wound and make it worse for them what that does is inadvertently the next time they're hurting and they they need someone they're not going to call you because they know that you're just going to make it worse for them you're just going to be a mini about it so the first thing is timing you have to stop and ask yourself do i really really need to say this right now or can it wait if you can wait please let it wait unless there's some serious imminent imminent danger then let it wait be be First of all, console the person with your words and your kindness and your presence. And then later you can pick it up and say, look, you know, I love you and I I want the best for you. So this needs to be said. You're not doing yourself any favors being with this person or doing this thing or going this place or being this way. And then you can bring up the conversation. 
the other thing that I think that we need to consider, you know, when we're giving people advice or we're trying to be honest, is just, is it your point of view or is it reality? Because a lot of things that we assume are right, a lot of things that we assume are, you know, the right way are just our way. They're, they're formed by our life's experiences, the things that we've seen, the places that we've been, you know, the things that have happened to us and the things that, you know, we've passed through are the things that form our opinions. And sometimes it's okay to give advice, but always leave room to say, well, this is what I think and this is what I feel. And don't impose your values or your, you know, opinions or your perceptions on other people fine there's certain things that are cast in stone like example if i'm giving someone advice based on the dean or i'm giving someone advice based on you know um yeah based on the dean for example i'm not going to tweak that for anybody no matter how much you don't want to hear it if you tell me to advise you based on the dean i will give you solid evidences from quran and sunnah you know about what you're doing or what you shouldn't be doing or what you should be doing and things like that but if i'm giving you advice based on my experiences like ah no please you cannot marry a divorced man or ah divorced men are so and so please you cannot marry a divorced woman they're so and so then i'm generalizing i'm making my own point of view you know something that you should take hook line and sinker and that's not you know i don't think that that's a very mature way to advise people i feel like you can say stuff like you know what i I haven't had the best experiences with divorced men or i don't know many people that have had you know really amazing experiences with divorced men but you know he could be different just be sure and you know find out certain things that's how you advise people you don't you tell them what you know but you also leave them room to kind of make their own decisions and you know weigh options when you impose upon people i don't see here though there's nothing you're going to tell me is a divorced man god forbid you know they, you, you you push them away they don't want to confide in you because they know that it's your way or the highway so i think that when you're giving people advice first of all ask yourself is this really really casting stone is this something that is in the quran or in the bible or is this my idea is this my perception is it formed from my opinions and you know it's just like when when I talk to people about certain things, like for example, polygyny or whatever, and you know they have such strong opinions about how things go or how things will go, and you're like, that's based on your life experiences. If you know someone that was in a bad marriage or your parents, it doesn't mean that that's everybody's reality. So you have to understand that, you know, the things that you see or the things that are in your heart or in your mind are based on and shaped by your experiences in life. So you cannot impose that or project that upon other people so you can give advice because we are meant to give advice when we can but you have to excuse me be able to say you know what this is based on my experiences this is what i know your case might be different things might be different so i'll just advise you to ask more questions and xyz i think that is a, a very unbiased way of giving um advice the third thing that i will say as regards giving honest advice is just you know delivery Delivery is everything. You can, you know, we've talked about time. We've talked about knowing that it's your opinion, unless it's something that is maybe cast in stone, like something in the Quran and Bible. The other thing is delivery. Again, you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. You know, you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be brusque. You don't have to be harsh just because someone is in a, is in a more vulnerable position than you are at the time. And I find that a lot of people kind of gloat when people are going through certain things. So they, they go into this... um 
this teacher, this preacher, this, you know, condescending mode where they talk down to people instead of talking to and with people. And again, catching more flies with honey than with vinegar. You can say the same thing, but with a kinder tone because there's always room for kindness, especially when someone is down. You don't kick them harder. You don't belittle them. You don't mock them. You know, I remember someone that told me, oh, I, 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 I'm very careful about saying, I remember someone that told me because sometimes I might have read you some. Anyway, I remember hearing or reading um, about this um, lady, I think he was actually reading, who had broken up with her husband and whatnot. And then her friends had this kind of intervention for her. And during that intervention, they bashed the man. Mm, I didn't tell you this. He was that. He was this. Mm, that guy. He even used to this. I didn't, I never liked him. I never this. And, you know, long story short, she reconciled with her husband and, you know, they, they couldn't be friends anymore because things were very awkward. So I think that if you're giving someone advice, you can be kind about it. If if someone comes to you and says, you know, oh, my, my wife has done this or my wife is not, um, it's not time. It's not, and it's not opportunity for you to slag off the wife in the beat to make them feel better. Sometimes what they're actually looking for is reassurance. They're looking for you to tell them, yeah, you know, she might have messed up this time, but come on now. She's an amazing person. You guys are happy together. It's not now you know, if we pass for you to say everything venomous or whatever, just to kind of make them feel better, you're actually making them feel worse. A lot of times when people come to you with these things, they're looking for reassurance. They're looking for you to kind of remind them of why, you know, certain things are. If the person is an absolute, you know, run-of-the-mill bastard, excuse my language, for example, then there are other ways that you can deliver. You can be like, you know what, I love you very much and you're an amazing person. I don't know that this person is the best person for you, but ultimately that is a decision that you have to make. You know, I don't like how he treats you. I don't like how he speaks to you. I don't like, you know, the things that you have told me about him. But ultimately you're the one that lives with him and you're the one that knows his good side and his bad side. So you have to be able to weigh whether those good sides outweigh the bad sides or otherwise and then make your decision based on that. You know, you don't go in and tell someone, mm-hmm, I knew he was going to mess up. I've never liked him with his smelly mouth, the way he even dressed himself. He's not even, and then you slag the person off. That never, ever ends well. It never, ever ends well. So, I, you know, if you're going to advise someone, if someone comes to you about something that they're going through, be very careful. Don't, don't make it your vendetta. Don't put, it's not your battle. They're not, they're not asking you to come and take up arms with them. They're asking you for advice. They're asking you, oh, okay, what can I, what you think I should do? And you have to tell them, look, this is my opinion, you know, based on what I see and what I know concerning you, not even about how the person makes you, makes me feel concerning you because the situation is about you. This is what I think. I don't like how he speaks to you, but ultimately the decision is yours. So you don't throw the other person in the mud just because someone has opened the door for you to, you know, give them advice based on that person. Just be kind. Always remember that, you know, everybody needs kindness, especially when they're down. So be kind with your words. Be very careful with your words. Even if you don't like the person at all. You, you know, someone that you don't like might be someone that is absolutely amazing to your friend or your sister. So it's not about you. Remove yourself from the situation and focus on the person that is asking you for advice. Focus on how you see their relationship with that person or whatnot and give advice based on that. But always remember to end with, look, these are your opinions. These are the things that you see and you cannot make that decision for them. And so how do we deal with situations where we know that, look, this person needs to move. It's, it's, it's not going to get better. It's not going to change. This person needs to move. Again, delivery. 
I've had situations where I've had to tell people, and this is for me is absolute last resort. I've had situations where I've had to tell people, look, you have to ask yourself some really difficult questions. You have to draw strength and do what is best for you and your children at this point. And this is after I have referred people for for therapy. I have prayed with them. I have listened to their story. Sometimes this drags on for months and then something major happens or something horrible happens and you're just like, you know what? There's nothing else I can do. There's nothing else I can say. This guy is showing a repeated long pattern of abuse or disregard or disloyalty. You now need to make some tough decisions. You know, you in those situations, you can be firm. You can show tough love. But even tough love is wrapped should be wrapped in kindness. You have to, you can say things like, you know what? This is where I draw the line. I cannot help you anymore. I'm going to take a step back now because you have some difficult decisions to make. And I think that, you know, I've said enough. You don't seem to be hearing me. So I'm going to step back a bit for you to kind of process everything that has happened and come to a decision if you need to talk to me, if you need, you know, to, if you need me to listen, I'm always here, but you know what? I'm, I feel like we've been around the bush for long enough and you need to now sit up and take action. You can be firm, but you can also be kind. You, you don't, you don't get to say things like, look, you are being an idiot. Please, 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 come out of this. I don't see part of this anymore. You are being an idiot. You don't get to do that. I, I, at least in my opinion, I feel like you don't get to do that because Decisions like leaving a spouse or um, reporting a spouse are not easy decisions to make. They're not. They're, they're emotionally tumultuous, you know, heart-wrenching decisions that some women have to make. You know, going to report your husband. Like, I remember the case of the man that defiled his child and there was a mother that found out. Picking up the, you know, going to report your husband. Actually, well, he's someone that has never shown any signs of things like that. He's an amazing husband. He's always been a great father. And then he does this thing. It's not easy. And people say, ah, I hope she has reported him. It's the right thing to do. It doesn't mean it's the easiest thing to do. So sometimes when we show tough love, we can still be kind. We can still remind them, look, you have to do this thing. I realize that it's hard. And I know that it's tearing you apart. But would you want X, Y, Z to happen? Would you want X? You can remind them, but you can also still wrap them in like kindness and love and mercy. And then in closing, I'm just going to say that we have to remember. And this for me is what keeps me in check. This is what makes me deploy kindness and you know just love we have to remember that tables turn we have to remember that being on this side today does not mean that tomorrow we won't be on the other side where we're the ones looking for kindness and mercy and love and people to just help us through situations so we have to understand that what goes around comes around you have to remember constantly remind yourself that you will a time will come no matter how strong you are no matter how religious no matter how in love a time will come you will need people all of us go through our very unique trials designed specifically and wrapped up with a bow and a tag with our name specifically on it and we will need people and sometimes it's how you treat people that they will treat you when you're in it so you have to understand that because you're on one side today does not mean you can't be on the other side tomorrow. Because you're in a happy relationship today does not mean that you might not be the one considering divorce tomorrow. Because you have a great job today does not mean that you might not be the one seeking help financially from someone else tomorrow. Let it keep you humble. Let it keep you kind. Let it keep you, you know, let it keep your heart soft and pliant towards people that reach out to you. Um, I hope that this has made sense because it's something that I literally just jumped out of bed to record. No notes, no nothing. Um, but it just really, really irks me when I see people giving advice or being 
you know, honest in a very mean derogatory way. I, I just want to call them aside and say aside and say, have you struck some sort of deal with God that is, that has promised you that you're never going to be in need or you're never going to need people? And again, like I said, sometimes there is need for tough love. There are times that we have to literally open the eyes of our loved ones um in difficult situations. Like if you're if you know someone, your sister, your friend who is being you know domestically abused for example physical abuse there are times that you will have to intervene you might have to physically go and remove that person but even when you do even if you have to do that like i know people that have had to rescue their sisters or their friends and take them to safe places while things simmer down there will be resistance you know the person might not even want to go despite everything that is going on you're thinking are you mad we're doing this for your sake you know, but you have to understand the battles that they're fighting, you know, the changes that they're fearing, the the fear that they're experiencing, the, the hurts, the pain. You have to sort of step into their shoes and kind of understand where they're coming from. So it helps you deal with the situation a lot more delicately. You do what you need to do. If you feel like they're in harm's way and if they don't, if you don't remove them from that situation, they can be really, really badly hurt. You can remove them from that situation. But when, when you do, you have to give them emotional support. You have to understand that... It's not a time to batter them and to bash them. It's a time to just say, look, I did this for you. I love you. You might not see it now. You might not appreciate it now, but I did this because I love you. It's okay to be mad at me. It's okay to lash out at me. I know that you're just being deeply emotional now, but when your eyes clear, when your heart settles, you realize that I actually did this because of love. It's not time to insult them and bash them look maybe because i've been in a hyper emotional place and i know what it's like to just want people to just hold you or wrap you in their arms or just you know listen to you breathe i know what it's like you know and i don't i it makes me a lot more sensitive to people's situations i don't i never want to be the person to kick a dog you know while it's down i want to be the person that lays with that dog and strokes its fur until, you know, it gets its strength back. And I think that that's what we should do for those that we love. Um, understand the place of emotions. Understand that the things that people say or they do when they're hurting, they don't necessarily mean. So you can't walk out on a friend when she's just been in a divorce or she's just come out of an abusive marriage because she says something or a few things that are mean to you. You have to be able to be like, look, She's hurting. I'll take it. I'll take it. And if if it gets too much, you can distance yourself for a bit and then come back. But you don't leave people and you don't treat people like crap when they're already down. So let's learn the place of tact and kindness when we're advising people or when we're being honest. It's it's important to be honest. It's important to be to you know to tell our loved ones, especially when we feel like they're taking you know the wrong steps or they're moving in the wrong direction. But we also have to realize that they're human beings and ultimately their life decisions are in their hands. You can help people, you can pray with people, you can counsel people, you can even pay for therapy for people, you can hold space for those that you love, but ultimately you have to realize that you cannot impose yourself upon anyone, you cannot. So let's just be kinder, let's just remember that we catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. You're more likely to make an impact on someone when you do it with kindness and love than when you do when you do it with harshness and meanness. You might achieve what you want to achieve because they would be afraid of you or they would, you know, be kind of commanded into action. But the times that they really need you after that, they're, they're more likely not to reach out to you because, you know, you hurt them even when you were trying to help them. And I just hope this makes sense. Like I said, have an amazing rest of the week, guys, and I will be back here again next week. Bye.